Yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, I think uh, we are good on both platforms. Uh, we are live both on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, our YouTube audience. And thank you, our Facebook audience, for joining us. Ah, it's the book of Revelations, chapters 15 and 16 that we're going to do today. Uh, it's been a, 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 an awesome journey. Uh, thank everybody for your consistency uh, and always joining us. Uh, so uh, we will see if we can rush through uh, those two chapters because normally we do one chapter per week, uh, but we are we're going to try and rush through two chapters this week because uh, chapter fifteen is actually very uh, short. is a is a prelude to the uh, seven bowls of God's wrath, and we're getting to the climax of uh, of God's judgment upon upon the inhabitants of the earth upon those who are left behind and especially upon the kingdom uh, of satan uh, let's just say a word of prayers before we go ahead father we thank you for this evening thank you for your faithfulness thank you for your love we thank you for these words you've actually given them to us ahead of time to prepare us father we say be exalted as we go into your word you open our eyes you open our hearts that will learn from you, will learn at your feet today. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Uh, I hope our YouTube audience uh, are there. And I hope you can hear me on Facebook. Uh, okay, just comment if you can hear me so that uh, I know we are good. I'm sure we are good on, on YouTube as well. Okay, so let's go uh, straight to Revelation chapter 15. Uh, like I said, uh, Revelation chapter 15 is a prelude uh, to chapter 16. It's like, like almost a summary of, of what's going to happen, just about um, eight verses in there. And um, say just say a lot, I mean, just a few things uh, there before we go ahead. Revelation chapter 15, I'm going to read verse 1. Then I saw in heaven another marvelous event. Okay, uh, before I go ahead, uh, I need to also uh, say uh, um, uh, a few things here. Uh, maybe I should read first uh, before saying it. Uh, okay, let's just let's let's say it. Don't worry. Uh, Revelations chapter. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, we've said it before actually in, in one of the uh, former chapters, one of the uh, uh, teachings that the ark of covenants the original ark of covenant is in heaven the ark of covenant is in heaven moses was only asked to build a replica of what exists in heaven same as the temple same as uh, so what 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 we were what what the 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 old testament church was just doing was was building replicas of 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 what's already exists in heaven and you're going to see uh a number of things we've we've, we've made reference to the ark of covenant uh in a in a previous chapter but in this particular chapter you see a reference uh 
to the temple and a lot of people have uh, misinterpreted this to mean uh, the physical temple uh, in, in, in Israel. Uh, so uh, it's that is not that is, that's not what the Bible is talking about here. Uh, it's talking about uh, uh, the temple in heaven. There is a temple uh, that exists in heaven. Uh, so and also we should know that um, uh, the seven bowls of God's uh, judgment are proclaimed on those who are left behind after rapture by God Himself. I've, I, I think almost every week now, I, I, I have to keep stressing that the Antichrist is not in charge of the end time. God is the one in charge. God is the, is the, is the actor in this whole book. Uh, and we also need to understand that um, there are a little bit, there, not even a little bit, a, a very huge similarity between the trumpets uh, in Revelation chapters 8, 9, and 11. And then the the bowls of God's wrath in Revelation chapter sixteen. So, but let's look at that. Um, so, we'll read verses one to five. We'll talk a bit about that. Then we'll read um, five to eight. One to four. Then five to eight. Let's let's distribute it like that. Okay, verse one, Revelation chapter fifteen. Then I saw in heaven another miraculous event of great significance. Seven angels were holding the seven last plagues which would bring god's wrath to completion may we not experience god's wrath i mean if you experience the wrath of of satan or or any other or human being god 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 will save you if you experience the wrath of god uh, i saw before me what seemed like what seemed to be is a glass sea a sea of glass mixed with fire we've looked at the sea of glass in chapter five or so or chapter six uh and we said the sea of glass um represents the word of god we purify uh, as the same thing similar to the bowl uh of water in the temple uh in in the in the levitical temple whereby the 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 priests will look at them at themselves wash themselves in the water also a reflection of themselves and that's what we say about the word of god the word the word washes us so so the sea of glass here is a similitude to the word but now the sea of glass in this chapter is mixed with fire i'll tell you the significance of that in a bit and stood on it where all the people who had been victorious over the beast and a statue and the number representing his name they were holding harps that god had given them and they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear you? Verse 4. Who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you are alone. For you alone are worthy. All nations will come and worship before you. For your righteousness, righteous deeds have been revealed. Okay, then I looked. Okay, let's just read verse 5. Then I looked and I saw the temple in heaven. God's tabernacle was thrown wide open. Okay, so let's just, um, let's talk about those few verses. Um, the sea of glass, like I said, represents the word of God. And it is mixed with fire. The sea of glass now is mixed with fire. 
so which means uh the word of god can is in the, in the indestructibility uh of the word of god and that is what may will make us to stand before the lamb is the word of god and the industry uh, we, we, we are, we've been tried and we stood on the word of god we're going to get there in heaven and stand on the word of god and if you look at it um it's there's no okay it's sang song of moses and song of the lamb song of moses um, won't won't uh, bother to read that now but uh, you can just take this note down exodus chapter 15 uh, talks about song of moses uh, then deuteronomy chapter 32 so uh, before the law uh, it was song that was the song they sang before the law and at moses's um valedictory speech <coughs> excuse me the book of deuteronomy itself it's moses valedictory speech reminding them of the law so um uh that was that, that's the song uh, of 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 moses and then the song of the lamb uh then i, I think in those four or five verses we read they were standing there and the bible talked about they were they have uh they they, they overcame the lamb and his mark and uh and the and the antichrist and the beast and things like that. I mean, they overcame the beast they conquered the beast they conquered the lamb you could see that they, at this point there's no personal achievement listed although yes the bible says uh, our work shall be rewarded uh all the things we're doing now will be rewarded but uh that is not what gets you to heaven what gets you to heaven is doing the work of the master is doing the will overcoming the devil for the master you can see that it is the victory of jesus that was was being mentioned there so it is those of us who um who accomplish for jesus who win for jesus so all we do should be towards fulfilling his will all we do should be towards making the kingdom come that's all here that's that was all the achievement list, uh, listed here no number of churches planted no number of yes those things will be rewarded because bible says we'll rule with him we'll reign with him here or not we'll get there in a couple of chapters they will be rewarded here or now but what gets you to heaven is doing the will of god doing just make, making sure that all your activities here on earth are towards the kingdom come praise the lord and then um, the whole book of revelation i think i should also mention this the whole book of revelation is about the unveiling of christ that's the first sentence in the book this is the revelation of jesus christ the revealing the unveiling the apocalypse of jesus christ not the antichrist and i don't know why people are still are scared of reading a book that exposes or or uncovers uh, jesus christ uh, i really don't know okay so let's go to verses um uh, then verse five the temple of god uh, like i said at the beginning uh, Moses' tabernacle is just a replica of the real temple, which is in heaven. Uh, okay, let's just read verse 6 to 8 and then go quickly to the other one. Verse 6. Then the seven angels who were holding the seven plagues came out of the temple. They were clothed in spotless white linen with gold sashes across their chest. Then one of the four living beings handed each of the seven angels a gold bowl filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and, and power. No one could enter the temple until the angels 
had completed pouring out the seven plagues. Okay, so let's go. Um, let's go to this. So um, number one, we should notice just a few one, one or two things there. Um, these judgments are from God. They are not from Satan. They are not man's uh, uh, coordination. There is not. It is. They are judgments from God. And that's what's going to happen in in the in end time. The the movies that have that have so much empowered the devil at this time. The movies that are so much empowered the Antichrist, thinking that is the one dictating and ruling and controlling things. Those are not biblical. These judgments are from God, not man, not Satan, not the Antichrist. And we will see where it is being poured or where it's directed towards. So let's go to chapter 16. Uh, and this, uh, I'll, I'll title it, or this chapter, I'll call it, The Bowls of God's Judgment on the Kingdom of the Beasts. And we'll see in, in a bit. Uh, and uh, a little bit of, of scholastic um, exercise. Uh, a lot of people have argued that um, it's not uh, the trumpets, and the bowls, trumpets, and the bowls, seven trumpets, seven bowls of God's wrath are not necessarily chronological. Maybe they are even happening simultaneously because you will see a lot of, of, of similarities. Okay, let me just open uh, chapter 16 on one hand and then chapter 8 on the other hand. Just give me a moment. Um, that's chapter 16 there. Okay, Revelations chapter 8 here. Oh, YouTube. I hope we're back on YouTube. Yes, we're back on YouTube. Okay, Revelations chapter 8. So, because you see that um, uh, uh, the places they, uh, they attacked, both, um, uh, both the bows, of, of, of God's wrath and the trumpets were similar, uh, were similar or even almost the same in some places. So, uh, 16 verses 1 and 2, we'll see where bowl 1 was poured. It was poured upon the earth. But let's just read it. Verse 1, chapter 16, verse 1. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple say to the seven angels, Go your way and pour on the earth. The seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl on the earth. And horrible mal malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and worshipped a statue. So uh, uh, let's look at where it was poured. In, 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 uh, let, let's look at where the trump first trumpet uh, affected. Revelation chapter 8 verse 7. Revelations chapter 8 verse 7. The first angel blew his trumpet and hail and fire mixed with blood were thrown down on the earth. A third of the earth was set on fire. One third of the trees were burnt on, and all the green grasses were burnt. So, bowl 1 affected the earth. Bowl 2, I mean, uh, bowl 1 affected the earth. Trumpet 1 affected the earth. Now, bowl 1, it, it said a terrible saw. Uh, uh, Came upon those who have who received the mark. I want to believe that probably in, in the place they received the mark, either at the back of their right hand or their forehead, it gets infected 
and a terrible saw uh, comes upon that. Let's look at bowl 2, uh, verse 3. Bowl 2 was poured upon the sea, and we'll see where, where it was poured, uh, the trumpet, uh, trumpet 2 affected. Bowl 2, verse 3. Uh, then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became like blood of a corpse, and everything in the sea died. Let's look at uh, trumpet 2. Uh, just immediately after the second angel blew his trumpet and a great mountain of fire was thrown into the sea one third of the water in the sea became blood so one third of all the living thing in the sea died and one third of all the ships were destroyed so you could see uh, so that's why uh, some people say it may not be chronological that the whole trumpet will happen then the bows will happen maybe after trumpet one a third died bull one just boom so like bull, trumpet two now a third of the things in the city in the in the sea died well bull two says that uh it became as and everything in the sea died so probably the trumpet will first uh come a third will die and maybe sometimes they that bull two will be poured and everything in the whole sea uh, uh died the whole sea turned to blood so there is that there's a significance uh in that um Let's look at bowl three uh, because this is uh, okay. Uh, let's yes, let's look at bowl three. These are very significant. Uh, bowl three was poured upon rivers and springs. And let's look at let's look at what what it is a particular a very interesting creature that spoke uh, when this bowl three was poured out. Okay, uh, Revelation sixteen. Okay, the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs. And they became blood. Before I go to verse five, let's just look at where uh, trumpet three was was sound was affected. The third, where is it? The third angel blew his trumpet, and a star fell from the sky, burning like a torch, and it fell on one third of the rivers and the springs of water. And the name of the star was bitterness, and one third of the water, maybe one third of the water bitter, and many people died from drinking the bitter water. So. Uh, springs uh, and, and co. Now let's go back to bowl two. That's so trumpet two, trumpet three, springs, trumpet uh, bowl three, springs of water. So let's let's continue reading uh, verse five, chapter sixteen, verse five. And I heard the angel who had the authority over all water saying, "Look at this. The angel who had authority over water. The angel who had authority over water. Just bear that in mind. I will explain that in a bit. Uh, yeah, saying you are just, O holy one." Who, who is who, who is and who always was, because you have sent these judgments, since they shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, you have given them blood to drink. It is their just reward. And I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, O Lord, the Almighty, your judgments are true and just. So number one, uh, since they like to shed blood, uh, God gave them blood to drink as water. And then number two, look at this angel in charge of what? In charge of all the waters. Is this not who we call mermaid, or what do we call them uh, in in local palace, uh, in local in, in Yoruba parts of the world? We call them mami water, or maybe Nigerian uh, part of the world, uh, mami water, mermaid, queen of the coasts, all those things, giving glory to Yahweh, giving glory to God. Acknowledge, she praised God for this. So, 
God is the Lord of hosts. God is not just the Lord of angels. Anything that can fight the Lord of hosts, both the devil, both the demons, both the angels, is Lord over all. It is not Christianity that believes that the devil is the opposite of God or the devil is, is fighting God. No, that's not Christianity. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a theological error uh, called dualism. Uh, some scientists also believe that, that there are two equal and opposite forces on earth. So it is dualism that people bring into Christianity. It is not Christianity. The devil is not the opposite of God. The devil is not the enemy of God, in quotes. The devil cannot fight God, cannot even think about fighting God. The devil is not that equal. You know, we see that two equal and opposite forces. And it's, it's science, uh, Newton's law of motion. For every action, there is, there is equal and opposite reaction. So we see that there are two forces pulling you to the right and the other one pulling you to the left. The spirit of God doesn't wrestle with man. The spirit of God, uh, God is not the opposite of Satan. Or Satan is not the opposite of God. Satan is beneath God, is below God. So even the queen of the coast or Yemoja or whatever a uh, lot of people call, call this spirit in charge of all the waters, give glory to God that no, your judgment is true. You've done right. This is the right thing to do. These people deserve this. Uh, so before, okay, we're going to stay a little bit. I just pray. I really wish we could finish this chapter today, but let's see how it goes. Uh, book number four, we're going to uh, dwell a little bit on this on this one. So book number four, then I uh, verse verse eight. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to scorch everyone with its fire. Okay, so let's look at where the trumpet four was poured uh, or sounded. Trumpet four, uh, where is it? And the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and one third of the sun was struck, and one third of the moon, and one third of the stars, and they became dark. And one third of the day was dark, also one third of the night. Uh, so the third one affected, I mean, the fourth one affected the sun and the trumpets. And the set of bowls, the fourth one also affected the sun. But let's look at the effect of the of the fourth uh, bowl, uh, um, because I need to. I need to. We need to talk about sun worship, uh, and it will take a look. Okay, if, if this is where we can stop, we'll stop. Uh, uh, but let's just let's go ahead. I really wish we could finish on time, uh, finish the whole chapter today. But let's go ahead. Um, so, bowl four. Every one was burned by the blast of the heat, and they cursed, go, cursed the name of God, who had control over all these plagues. They did not repent of their sins and turn to God and give him glory. Okay, so let's look at sun worship. Um, it was poured against the sun, uh, and they did not repent. But let's look at something. Um, Ezekiel chapter 8, verse 16. Uh, has always been talking about sun worship, but um, there's something uh, significant about uh, Genesis chapter chapter 10, verse 9. Uh, we should know that the earliest form of paganism is sun worship, uh, and it originated from the plain of Shinar. The plain of Shinar was, uh, was uh, 
uh, a group of cities or countries, if we may, that Nimrod conquered or ruled over. Uh, and Nimrod, the, 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 the verse in, in Genesis chapter 10, verse 9, it is only the ISV, the International Standard Version, that got the original ancient Hebrew translation right. Okay, Nimrod means to rebel. The meaning of Nimrod means to rebel. Uh, or we will rebel, something like that. That's, that's the name. Uh, the Bible says uh, he became a fearless hunter. They are, okay, let me look at it. Uh, let's read it. Verse 8 to 10. And Kosh began Nimrod, begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore it was said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Heresh, and Akkad, and, and Kalneh, Kalneh in the land of Shinar. So all these uh, countries were in the land of Shinar. But uh, verse 10 especially, he said he became a mighty hunter before the Lord. Before the Lord, in, in this context, we may, we may misinterpret it to mean that, oh, he went before the Lord. Actually, the meaning, the original meaning means in defiance of the Lord. He became a fearless hunter in defiance of the Lord, in, 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 in challenge. Do you understand? He, he went to challenge uh, uh, the authority of God, he went. He went to like, uh, like in Yoruba, they will say it can be. Uh, if you if you do something uh, before an elderly man, I mean, if you do something in defense of an elderly man, uh, it can be transliterated to say, "I even did it before me." Like Oshie Nuwajumi, like he did it before me. Before in that context, in the Yoruba context, maybe our Yoruba speakers will understand this. It means that you can't you don't even uh, you can't even respect my presence, and you came to do this before me. So that's that's the context um, here, and it's only ISV International Standard Version that got that context right. All other all other versions talk about mighty one before the Lord, before the Lord. Uh, let's read some extra biblical facts, um, uh, some rabbinical understanding of that ancient text. Uh, so these are. Jewish rabbis who have um, who have put some uh, commentaries together. Um, so uh, Josephus uh, talked about Nimrod um, in the Antiquities of the Jews. Uh, he said Nimrod, Nimrod persuaded mankind not to ask, ascribe their happiness to God, but to think to think that his own excellency was the source of it, and he soon changed things into tyranny thinking that there is no other way to win men from the fear of God than by making them rely upon his own power. So this was like the first dictator of the world. We'll still see other evidences. Uh, another uh, rabbi, Jewish rabbi, Taganum of Jonathan, said, From the foundation of the world, none was ever found like Nimrod, powerful in hunting and in rebellions against the Lord. So let's see other evidences. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Jerusalem Targum as as this. Uh, Nimrod. He was a powerful. He was powerful in hunting, and in wickedness before the Lord. 
So these are the transla I mean, translations of, of Jewish rabbi. He was powerful in hunting and in wickedness before the Lord. For he was a hunter of the sons of men. And he said to them, Depart from the judgment of the Lord. And I had heard to the judgment of Nimrod. There it is said, As Nimrod is the strong one, strong in hunting and in wickedness before the Lord. So that's what the Jerusalem Targum uh, uh, interprets or, 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 or expresses that verse then as. Uh, also, let's look at, uh, I think, First Chronicles 1.10. First Chronicles 1.10. I'll read three different uh, translations. It will help us uh, understand, uh, understand a few of these things. Uh, thank you, sir. It's uh, uh, Sir, Mr. or Pastor Famous Omo, thank you, sir, for your comments. I'll come back to that. Um, uh, first Chronicles 1.10 was also talking the chronicles of, of mankind and talking about referring to that Genesis 10 that we read. But let's look at it. Kosh had a son named Nimrod who became world's first great conqueror. That's what Good News Translation said. Let's look at ISV. Kosh fathered Nimrod. He became the first powerful ruler on earth. So powerful ruler, uh, uh, like a dictator, like the first dictator of the earth. Uh, uh, NET Bible says, Kosh was the father of Nimrod, who established himself as a mighty warrior on earth. So he was like the first dictator, he was like the first person to uh, uh, force his rulership uh, on man, on men. So, uh, uh, the Chaldean paraphrase that's First Chronicles 1.10 as thus. Kosh begat Nimrod, who began to prevail in wickedness, for he shed innocent blood and rebelled against Jehovah. So, uh, and that was the beginning. Sun worship was the beginning of, of, of idolatry uh, of, in, in the history of man. Uh, and that was why, that's why the, the fourth bowl was poured uh, on the sun. Uh, so the first global dictator was Nimrod, uh, and possibly the last global dictator is going to be Nimrod, or an Assyrian, uh, because Nimrod, Assyria, because the Bible says he also established Nineveh, Nineveh is the capital of Assyria. Uh, but we'll look at, if, if time permits, there's a calculation uh, that I would love to share with us when we get to that chapter, I think chapter 19 thereabouts, 18 or 19, uh, to know if... Um, if it's an Assyrian that's coming back uh, and where that that is likely to come from so uh, but the number of people have said that the last final global dictator will also be an Assyrian uh, maybe Nimrod 2 uh, that's the Antichrist uh, Micah 5 5 and 6 Isaiah 10 uh, talks about all this um, so uh, so verse 9 right 16 chapter 16 verse 9 they never repented. Um, they didn't repent. Uh, uh, they blasphemed against the name of God and never repented. Uh, but Albert Einstein said something, and it's very significant. He said it is easier to denature de plutonium than to denature the evil spirit of man. I mean, with all these things happening, uh, they still did not repent. Uh, I mean... Oh, we'll go to that. Uh, we'll see that uh, by the grace of God before we we'll, okay, we should be able to finish tonight. But please, if we go 
beyond one hour, beyond nine o'clock. Please bear with us. I just want us to finish because there's something significant I want us to take note of at the end. And it's better it flows. Verse 10, uh, bull 5 was poured upon the throne of the beast. Like I told you, this is a judgment against the throne of the beast. So bull 5 was poured upon the throne of the beast. Uh, some be I also believe that some uh, some old uh, school of thought that it's going to be the capital city of the world at that time or where the, the, the Antichrist makes its headquarters or where, where the Antichrist rules from. Now, it's two things here now. I believe that the Antichrist is not going to be able to rule all over the world. Like, the whole, not the whole world will be under his control, under his direct control. There will be people in villages that will, they won't even know that one Antichrist is, 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 is leading or is, is has taking charge of the, of the world. The people are going to be like that. So it's not going to be as powerful as people think. It's going to be like uh, 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 so who, know, who is the president of the, who is the deputy general of UN? How many people in one village in Nigeria knows that uh, uh, Trump lost the election and we didn't want? Ugh. Do you understand? So there are some people that will not know. So these things are uh, concentrated in the capital city where he's ruling from. So let's read 16, chapter 16, verse 10. Then we compare it with uh, chapter 9, verse 1 to 12. It's a long read, but I'll quickly read that. So. Chapter 16, verse 10. The fifth angel poured his bowl on the throne of the beasts. And his kingdom was plunged into darkness. His subjects ground their teeth in anguish. And they cursed the God of heaven in their pain and sores. But they did not repent of their evil deeds and turn to God. Now, these two verses here is well explained. It was so this bull was put on the throne of the beast and it was plunged into darkness and they gnashed their teeth why are they gnashing their teeth let's go to uh, uh chapter 9 revelations chapter 9 revelations chapter 9 verse 1 to 12 is a long read but uh maybe i'll just i'll paraphrase because we've, we've treated it before uh the fifth angel blew his trumpet and i saw a star fell from earth uh, fell to earth from heaven and was given the key to the bottomless pit. Uh, I need to also say this. There was uh, one of uh, my ebons uh, I read on Facebook uh, about this uh, logo, this crane logo or something like that. That is a 666. That then scientists said they want to get black, uh, release black matter. Da, 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 da. So he's claiming that uh, this they want to open the the shaft of the bottomless pit, blah blah blah. Is Antichrist? Antichrist? That logo is six six six. That that that. Like, see, Revelation chapter nine verse one. The angel that will come, that will, it is God that will give him the key to the bottomless pit. He will open it. If he's going to open it, when it's time, that's after rapture. When it's time, there's no amount of social media posts you can post <laughs> that will that will prevent this guy from opening the shaft of the bottomless pit. And if I would even say it is scientists that will open the, the bottomless pit, it is God that will give this angel the authority. Oh, yeah, it's time we'll open the bottomless pit and release the demon. So, I mean, a lot of things that we just, uh, you know, people just want to start uh, maybe arouse fear, arouse anxiety. Oh, prepare for rapture. Just make sure you make rapture. All these things. So uh, I just I just had to quickly say that you may I mean if you if you search online you see some people already 
conjoined things. I think they just released that logo uh, and it's look like 666 and blah, blah, blah. Uh, scientists that are planning to... Uh, hey, sorry, my phone is almost dead. <laughs> scientists are planning to... to um, scientists are planning to... To, to release black uh, dark matters, is it dark matter or black matter? Something I forgot. Sorry, I, I didn't prepare to say that. It just it just came on my on my mind. So uh, all those things, uh, to the glory of God, uh, will happen after rapture. But there's no amount of of um, of black of emotional blackmail that will stop it. They will happen, and it is not scientists. It's not scientists opening up. Uh, releasing dark matter that will release the demons from the bottomless pit. So let's go ahead. Uh, so when he when he opened it, smoke poured out and it from, uh, as though from a huge furnace, and the sunlight and air was darkened from the smoke. Remember that the the uh, uh, bowl number five was poured to the throne or, 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 or to the seats of the beast, the throne of the beast, and then it was darkened. It was darkened from this. Furnace from the, from the smoke that came out of this bottomless pit darkened now and the uh, bowl number five said they gnashed their teeth from that darkness. Why would they gnash their teeth? Watch, watch. verse three. Talk, we are talking about trumpet five, comparing it with bowl five. Trumpet five now. The that's verse three, chapter nine, verse three. Trumpet talking about the fifth trumpet. The locusts came out from the smoke and descended on the earth, and they were given power to sting like scorpions. They were told not to harm the grass of da 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 da, da but only people who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. They were told not to kill them, but to torture them for five months with a pain like that of a scorpion. And those days, men will seek it, blah, 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 blah. Men will seek death, they will not uh, uh, see it, and blah, 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 and things like that. So, the reason why they are, were gnashing their teeth in Revelation chapter 16, uh, at the pouring out of the fifth bowl, was because of these scorpions. <laughs> so you could see that uh, they are like happening side by side, not necessarily chronological that trumpet will happen first, then bows will happen uh, next. So likely to be happening uh, side by side. I just wanted to 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 uh, bring that out. So um, now remember that uh, uh, they asked in chapter 14, yeah, Yes, I think chapter no chapter fifteen. Chapter fifteen, the inhabitants of the earth when they were pledging their allegiance to 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 the Antichrist, that uh, who is able uh, to wage war against the Antichrist or against the beast? I think they got the answer now in chapter sixteen uh, because they're going to gnash their teeth. The scorpions are going to come out, and hey, yeah. Even I'm just looking at many people don't read their Bible. Okay, if you claim that uh, scientists will open the bottomless pit to do what the Bible says, the bottomless pit will be opened and scorpions will come out and descend on the other and be biting the people that that receive the mark of the beast. So it's not yet time. Please let's just read the Bible. Uh, so yes, um, clearly the axe who is able to make war against the beast, and uh, God gave them their answer. Okay. Uh, darkness, let's look at darkness. Uh, there are a few darkness um, in history uh, that couldn't be explained. Uh, May 19, 1780 in England, uh, it's called the Dark Day, you can Google this. May 19, 1886 uh, in Wisconsin, uh, it was for 10 minutes. 
December 1904 in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. March 1911, Lou, that's in Kentucky. So those are physical darkness. But actually, it's a spiritual darkness, especially of this age. And like, remember I said that um, uh, the opening of the bottomless pit will also release demons on earth. Because uh, when we're treating chapter 9, remember that we said, uh, when the Bible says men will seek for death and not be able to find it, is it that someone will take a knife and kill himself and he will not die? Are people going to be immortal at that time? No. But there's going to be so much, um, there's going to be so much influence of, of demons. There will be so much demons on earth at that time that something like depression, people will be depressed but will not be able to take their own life. So the demons will make you, you, you get my point, you, you will not be able to take your life, you will want to die, but you won't want to die. So those are the, some of the effects of those demons at that time. Uh, so it's a spiritual darkness. And those spiritual darkness, if I may, it's already around. For instance, uh, one of the casualties is this theory of evolution. If you're a scientist or a, a life scientist, I don't believe in theory of evolution. You're almost like, I mean, your career is, is, is in jeopardy. Uh, and uh, theory of evolution itself is not proven. Evolution itself is against a theory of science. Science is supposed to be uh, uh, based on empirical facts, based on things you can prove, supposedly. And evolution says, uh, 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 a living thing can change in kind. There is no evidence. There had never been an evidence to show that a living thing, a bacteria, changed in kind. Not even talking about a human being. Because look, let's observe a bacteria through everything. A bacteria will just become another bacteria. A bacteria can never become a fungi or a virus. But evolution says it's possible to change in kind. Change the kind. Change from monkey to human being change from uh, bacteria to fungi and it has never been proven and science still believes this psychology uh, a lot of things uh, i didn't just want to in media the lies these days lies sell schools governments even uh, 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 um, uh, uh, the religion of Islam, for instance. I, I'm just trying to put, look for a way to put this. Uh, there was a, there's a, there's a, there's an Islamic um, uh, preacher who, who who is a critic uh, of the Bible, and I think some someone had to um, ask him. Someone, a Christian, came to ask him some questions about Quran. Uh, so, and he was trying to defend some things. Uh, I think, yeah. Uh, it is believed that Allah spoke in Quran. Allah is the author of Quran. Uh, and the, if, if you believe that um, Quran is the word of God or the voice of God, how come that Allah on, only spoke from verse 19, I mean from chapter 19, Quran, Surah 19? What happened from 1 to 18? And the guy actually just, uh, the way he defended it, I'm like, uh, whoever is listening to this guy, I mean, did he use jazz for people to just listen to? And this is just, uh, I don't know, but, <laughs> but you could see a number of, of contradictions, number of errors. 
uh, and it's believed that it is, it dropped from heaven. Loads of, of darkness uh, in governments. I mean, if, you, if, you, if, if I come to, if I come to campaign, if I come to campaign and I tell the truth, that, ah, we'll not be able to do this in four years old, it may take 20 years or 15 years to do this particular thing. No. Few people will not vote for me. People want lies. Like, is lying is almost like second nature. People just seem to want the the just people are just in perpetual darkness, spiritual darkness. In my own opinion, I feel it's even around. And now imagine when the church is, has left this this planet when rapture has happened those of you those people who are left behind do now seem to want to believe the truth are going to be it's going to be the other way around they are going to be the outcome like how will you be believing things like this lie will be the no order of the day you don't want to be left behind i'm telling you you don't want to be left behind let's quickly go to bowl number six we'll finish today by the grace of god i will do with time Okay, yes, uh, we still have a bit of time. Please, if you have questions, uh, kindly send them. I hope I read the comments. Please send your question if you have questions. So, bowl number 6, verse 12, chapter 16, verse 12. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl and on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies towards the west without hindrance. So, bow six was poured on river Euphrates. Let's look at where uh, trumpet six was poured out on. Okay. Revelations 9.13. Where is that? Revelations 9.13. Okay, and the sixth angel blew his trumpet, and I heard a voice speaking from the four horns of the gold altars that stand in the presence of God. And the voice said to the sixth angel who held the sixth trumpet, Release the four angels who were bound and the great Uva Euphrates. Uh, and they were, look at it, and the four angels had been prepared for that. And I heard the size of the army was 200 million. So, Uva uh, Euphrates preparing for war in trumpet six. Bow six, uh, River Euphrates was put on River Euphrates and dried up for the king of the east to march their armies towards the west. Uh, the trumpet six gave us the number that's going to be 200 million armies. Uh, please go and listen to that podcast. Uh, I, I, I told you the likely country that's going to, if rapture happens in our day and time, the likely country that can produce 200 armies, uh, 200 million armies. Uh, okay, so let's go, let's. Uh, Revelation 16 verse 13 and I saw three evil spirits that look like frogs leap out of the mouth of the dragon and the beast and the false prophet the, they are demonic spirits who work miracles and go out to all rulers of the world to gather for battle against the Lord on the on the great judgment day of the Lord okay let's just stop there so these are demonic spirits who work miracles Demonic spirits who work miracles. So it's not by miracle. For those who just go to churches seeking miracles, that it is by it is when you see someone performing a miracle that you know that they are from God. Look at it here. These are demonic spirits who work miracles, not tricks, not magic. 
miracles. So it's who gets the credit when you when a miracle happens in a church and yeah, we praise God for it. But who gets the credit? Is it from God? Is it by God? Now watch this. They went to so those demons who work miracles go out to all the rulers of the world to gather them for a battle against the Lord. So it is not natural. That's what I'm saying. The, the decisions people are going to be making here at this time are going to be demon-infused, demon-determined. Psalm 2 was actually talking about this. He said, how can the people, uh, 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 how can people imagine a vain thing? Uh, how shall the hidden gather and people imagine a vain thing? A, a vain thing? How shall the kings of the earth take up arms against the Lord and against his anointed and the one who sits in heaven will ask them to scum so now the people are going to take physical gun hammer tank bomb to fight God it is not natural it is not normal the Bible has made us to understand that they will be able to do that because they will be demon possessed now it says this uh, um, these demons are like frogs. They look like frogs and they proceed out of the mouth of the beast. Okay, let me just go to my to my notes here. So, um, River Euphrates was the cradle of, of civilization and it's also going to be the grave of civilization. Isaiah 11, Zechariah 10 uh, talks about all those. Um, Isaiah, Zechariah 10 verse 11, Isaiah 11 15 and 16 um, is also the uh, eastern boundary of Israel and the Roman Empire. I don't want to go into all this. Genesis 15 18. Uh, so, um, these guys will be deceived by the by these demons now. Then they look like frogs. They look like frogs. Now, I, I looked, I, I went on the internet. It's a pity I can't share my screen on, uh, on, on Facebook Live and YouTube. Uh, but uh, please Google basic alien types or types of aliens. Uh, you see several types. There are the small, the short ones, the six foot ones, and there's a particular one that actually look like a frog. So all these UFOs, alien, they are they are demons. The Bible says they are princes and principalities in high places. They are demons. So, and the Bible describe, describe these ones from these guys. Uh, mouth, they will look like frogs. Those are the things that are going to deceive the world rulers. So when you just see some people taking some decisions, they are demon-infused. Demon-infused. Um, and they, will, they they were prepared for that uh, war at, at um, uh, War of Armageddon. Battle of Armageddon, this is where it happens. Uh, Armageddon just means, ah, means the tail or mount of Megiddo, Armageddon, Armageddo, like Mount of Megiddo. Uh, a lot of wars have been fought uh, on this plane. Um, uh, Jabin and 900 chariots were overwhelmed here. Gideon defeated the Midianites. Uh, Gideon, 300 armies defeated the Midianites. Uh, Amalekites and the children of the East there. Tri uh, Samson triumphed over the Philistines also here. Barak and, and Deborah defeated Sisera here. Saul slain was slain by the Philistines here. Uh, Ahaziah slain by the arrows of, of Jehu, also in this particular plane. Um, Pharaoh Neko slew King Josiah here. Uh, 
Saracens, Christian Crusaders, Egyptians, Persians, Dors, Turks, Arabs, etc. A lot of wars have been fought here. Napoleon, Napoleon's disastrous march from Egypt to Syria also happened here. So uh, this has been noted for wars across history. So it's also going to be the final battleground uh, for mankind. Okay. So now, uh, verse 18, I mean, verse 16 now. Uh, okay, yeah, verse... Okay, yes, yes, verse 15. So, verse 14, we looked at... Uh, uh, verse 14 talked about the demon spirits uh, go out to gather the, the leaders of the countries. Uh, verse 15, now this is very uh, important. You know, after 6, verse 15, Look, I come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are those uh, all who are watching for me, who keep their clothes ready so that they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. And the demon, verse 16, and the demonic spirit gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place in Hebrew named Armageddon. Now, can you see that there's a change of subject in verse 15? It was talking about the 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 uh, the sixth bowl poured in on the river Euphrates, the uh, evil spirit from the mouth of the demonic trinity, and he just said, Behold, I could change of subject. The same uh, structure for uh, 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 um, for the seals after the sixth one, a change of subject, one, one chapter long, then we'll talk about the seventh. When we're talking about the trumpet as well. After the sixth trumpet, a change of sharp, a change of subject for five chapters long, parenthetical chapters, five chapters long, then we talk about the seventh. Now we're talking about this the bowls after six, a change of subject, although it is just one verse, a lot of people miss it, just one verse, change of subject, then it continues talking about it. Uh, we're almost done. Uh, please type your questions uh, if you have any. Uh, so uh and in the month we've talked about Amagadon verse 16, verse 17, the seventh one. And the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air. And this is very significant. Uh, into the air. Who is the prince? Oh, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's let, let just read everything then. Uh, I'll just explain because of time. Uh, where is it? Poured into the air. Verse 17. Revelation 16, 17. And a mighty shout came from the throne in the temple saying, it is finished, which means like you know, if you if you used to play Mortal Kombat, finish like bam, it is done. This is the climax, this is the final. And what just watch this. Uh verse 18. Then the thunder crashed and rolled, and lightning lightning flashed, and a great earthquake struck the worst since people were placed on the earth, and the and great city Babylon split into three sections. We'll talk about Babylon in the next two chapters. And the cities of many nations fell into the heaps of rubble. So God remembered all of Babylon's sins. And he made her drink of the cup that was filled with the wine of, of his fierce wrath. And every island disappeared. And all the mountains were leveled. And there was a terrible hailstone. And hailstones weighing, weighing 75 pounds fell from the sky onto the people below. And they cursed God because of the terrible plagues of the hailstones. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's compare that to, to 
to trumpet seven revelations 11 15 uh, will you be ready when the lord shall come verse 15 and the seventh angel blew his trumpet and there was loud voices and shoutings in heaven the world has now become the kingdom of our god and shall reign forever and ever uh, okay let's go to verse 19 uh, that's the okay and then in heaven the temple of god was open and the ark of covenant could be seen inside the temple lightnings flashed thunders crashed and roared and there was a great earthquake and terrible hailstorm the same thing so now let's 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 examine uh, uh the seventh bowl the final touch or points of judgment uh it was poured into the air uh and the climax of God's wrath poured into the air. One of the titles of Satan, according to Ephesians 2, 1, verse 2, is called him the prince of the power of the air. So this is a judgment against Satan, the throne of Satan, by God. So it wasn't Satan, I keep repeating, it's not Satan, it's not the Antichrist that is in charge. Of the end times it is wrong teaching if anybody is saying that now these hailstones talked about uh, lightning earthquakes and things like that well let's just examine the hailstones that uh, it says uh, some some version says the weight of a talent other version says 100 pounds some say 75 pounds uh, in case people are saying oh uh, why would some be saying 100 pounds some will say 75 pounds actually uh, uh, the Roman talent weighs a little bit um lesser than the when you say the word was a talent so uh, the roman talent weighs a bit lesser than the uh jewish talent and things like that so that's where all those interpretations come from well let's just give give or take about 50 kg for those of us who are here in this part of the world and we use kilograms 50 kg is like um a bag of cement or a bag of rice a full bag of rice now imagine a bag of a stone that is weighing bag of cement or bag of rice falling down from heaven. Now, now imagine, imagine you throwing down a bag of cement from a five-story building, and it hits a car, or it hits someone's head. That person is dead because there's something called uh, oh I forgot it. It's, it's gravity, but when when the force times speed or so force times distance. No, Abby. Speed time. I forgot it's only it's been a while I left school. Something that talks about uh, the Newton of maybe the Joes, the force of an object is the speed. Yeah, speed times distance now. It's speed times distance. So if it's coming with the speed of the gravitational pull from the sky, plus the weight of the distance. And the distance is falling from you could see the force those hills are going to be hitting the the the, the 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 people eating houses some people will just be sleeping in their in, on their bed and hailstones will just pull down this the, i mean come penetrate this the ceiling and hit them on the bed and they will die people will be walking on the street and bam, bam, a bag of cement just look at that a bag of rice or a bag of cement falling down from heaven with that speed it's going to destroy property. It's going to kill people. 
this is not the Antichrist ruling here. This is not Satan. This is God dealing with the inhabitants of the earth. So, and if you look at it, why hailstones as this last? Uh, if you look at what, what has been happening in the last three or four bowls, they repented not, they still curse God, they blaspheme against God. And in the Old Testament, what is the punishment for blasphemy? Stoning. So now they've been blaspheming against God. The Antichrist himself blasphemed against God. The Bible says, uh, I think last, last week, chapter 4. Chapter 14, he blasphemed against God, against his throne, and against the inhabitants of heaven. Those of us who have been caught up, so you know how to blaspheme. God himself is the one stoning them. God himself is the one stoning them. He's not now, he's, God is now not using ordinary small, small stones. He's using a stone that weighs, my own stone is 50 kg. <laughs> you know, people who have been stoned to death, matters have been stoned to death with small, small stones. God is bringing a 50 kg stone to stone these guys for blasphemy. Hallelujah. Let me just, uh, let's conclude. Uh, many are, are trying to reduce the population of the earth. Uh, why? Well, <laughs> what we're supposed to be doing is to reduce the population of hell. And we need to understand that judgment cannot produce repentance. It was never intended to. Uh, God changes the heart of people through grace. Let me just read a few things I wrote down here. Uh, the only thing that can bring man to God is them realizing his grace. Therefore, when we are doing our evangelism, let's desist from hammering on God's judgment. People need to realize, if you're preaching about hellfire, doesn't necessarily produce repentance. That's a fact. Uh, you will be born, you will die, uh, doesn't necessarily produce repentance. So people need to first realize they are lost to understand the remedy that Christ represents. Because you just meet someone who doesn't even know about Jesus and say, Jesus loves you and died for you. If, if he's a logical person, he will like, okay, so he did ask him to die. So people need to first realize how lost they were. Then they can appreciate the sacrifice uh, of Christ and, and what, what Christ re represents, the kind of remedy he represents. So what draws people to God is his grace, not his judgments. Uh, and um, uh, let's look at uh, the story of, of Moses. What drew Moses uh, to, to, the, to, the, to God was the burning bush, was the grace of God. The bush was not consumed. Uh, it's a desert bush. Uh, 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 um, acacia bush, yes, acacia bush. Uh, it's it's a symbol of of sin, and the fire is a symbol of God's judgment. But uh, it was burned in the bush, but wasn't consumed. So it shows this was just a symbol of grace that uh, uh, sin is being judged, but the sinner is not consumed. So it was that grace that drew uh, Moses to, to to God, and that's what we should be sharing with people: the grace of God, not the judgment. Uh, of God that will help us in our evangelism and lastly uh, before we close um, this book was sent to the seven churches for them to repent now to change our lives now it's not to to, to drive fear into us it's for us to change it's for us to be able to know that no I don't want to experience this 
I don't want to experience, I don't want to go through this. So it is sent to you and I. This book is sent to you and I to drive us to repent now. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Uh, do we have questions? Next week, uh, please, I want you to read um, a group of six chapters in twos. So please read chapters 17 and 18. It shouldn't take you up to um, an hour to read all these chapters. Uh, so you read chapter 17 and 18 of the book of Revelation. And then read Isaiah 13 and 14. Then read Jeremiah 15 and 51. Again, read Revelations chapters 17 and 18. Read Isaiah 13 and 14. Then read Jeremiah 15 and 51. Uh, that will help us to talk about Babylon as a system and then Babylon as a country or a city. A lot of people confuse these two. I will talk about those uh, next week. Thank you very much for listening. Let's just say a word of prayers. Uh, apologies that uh, we went uh, about six minutes uh, behind uh, the agreed time. I hope you were blessed. And I pray that we will not um, will not be left behind in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for this evening. I ask as many ears that listen to me, many eyes that are watching me, we will not be left behind in the name of Jesus. We will not experience your wrath in the name of Jesus. We will go with the first patch in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, I need to also apologize. Uh, uh, Christ Apostolic Church, we have a unified Bible study. Uh, a unified Bible study manual. But we are not using that because we started this series and uh, this will be the third time i'll be treating the book of revelation we used to treat it on whatsapp on our whatsapp groups then so a lot of people that joined after they don't have access to it so i just want to use this opportunity to treat it uh fully and have it documented both video and on podcast so that in case new people want to listen to it you can just refer them to the podcast on the videos uh, but after the series, I can assure you, I can promise you that we'll go and start treating uh, what our leader said we should be treating. So please, apologies, uh, just bear with us for a couple of more, a couple more weeks. We're on, we'll finish chapter 16 now, so about five more chapters and we'll be done with the book of Revelations. Then we can start treating the Unified Bible Study. Uh, thank you for your understanding. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Yeah, goodbye.